Mission with Jonesy and Amanda. The Queen is dead. Long live the King. These will be the words echoed across the world at the instant that Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II passes away. Imagine the poor Queen. She's just sitting there and everyone's waiting for her to die. No, do you think that's how it feels? Well, you just trumpeted it on the radio. Uh, She would know these plans. She would be very aware of the plans for what happens when she passes away. But what does it mean for the monarchy? And will Australia regather the reins of republicanism? Under investigation tonight, delves into this. It's going to be fascinating. And Liz Hayes joins us now. Hello, Liz. Hi there. How are you? But Liz, wouldn't you feel that all these people waiting for your demise, wouldn't you feel a bit, hey, hang on a minute, I haven't gone yet? Well, I think she's already sort of done that. I mean, we when we looked at this story, she was looking a bit dicky, but now she's looking brilliant. Mm. And um, I don't think she's in a rush. But look, to be honest, she's been part of this uh, planning from the beginning. So she's right across it. Do you think we will, in this modern era, hear the news via a tweet? How will we know? No, they're not. They're not allowed to tweet. No, it's going to, the moment that she dies, I think a private secretary rings the PM and says, London Bridge is down. That's the, that's the code word. And then um, the word gets out. When, uh, and when she dies, uh, the brothers and the sister all kiss Charles' hand and he becomes immediately the king. Um, so it's it's um it's uh, you know it's a right royal uh, event, and then um, away it goes. And I think on day three, Charles takes uh, a bit of a tour around the UK, and then day five, her coffin goes to Westminster Abbey, and for three days, the public can queue for up to twenty three hours of the day to uh, have a squeeze, and then. Um, <laughs> Then, and then there's the funeral in Westminster Abbey, which um, hasn't been, I gather, since 1760. So, you know, it's a big event. And it, and look, why not? She has been there 70 years and plus, no doubt. It's interesting that this, I mean, it's inevitable. She's in her 90s. And yet I think the world, whether you're a monarchist or not, will be plunged into, into grief. What kind of discussion are you having tonight as to what happens next for Australia? Well, that's that's the next thing. It is like, yes, she's been the mainstay, and that's what takes us into what happens next because she's, she carries the credibility. No one feels that Charles and Camilla, as lovely as they might be, have that same respect. And then the rest of them have got, you know, they're fraying around the edges. So, it, it, uh, you know, 80% of those born in the UK were not alive when the Queen was crowned. So... Mm. You can see this generational change. The same is going to happen in Australia. And I think that that's the argument. That's the time, I think, when we really do have to make a decision about what we're going to do. And I think uh, as hard as it might be uh, for a lot of people, I think we will decide, like every other member of the Commonwealth, it seems, become a republic. Mm. And we can still stay in the Commonwealth. It doesn't mean we're out of the Commonwealth. It just means we're self-governing and you can still love Will and Kate and all of that without having to have them as heads of our state. You can still buy the tea towel. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, or in the mug and everything. You just Mm. get rid of the GG. Yes, that's right. So it's not really a big deal. What about Prince Andrew? How much damage has he done to the royal brand? Oh, uh, irreparable. 
damage. And I think, um, and even uh, Harry moving away, all of that is sort of um, diluting, if you like, the impact of the royals. It's, it's clear that, you know, not even the royals want to be royals. Um, so mm. uh, the, the word is that Charles will slim down um, the royal family. So it'll be just a pretty tight-knit unit that will be um, prancing out uh, and um, being paid, I guess, as well. So um, it's it, it's an interesting time. And I mm. think with the Queen will go a whole lot of things, including our desire for more of it. Interesting, yeah. isn't it? Because I do think it's a, they serve a PR exercise in Australia and they can still continue to do that without them being... Mm. Um, ahead of our country. So it will be a very interesting debate, but a lot of people, I think if we ask on our pub tests, a lot of people yeah. still want but the monarchy. She's been part of our lives, all of us, in this conversation yeah, right you, now. We've, she's she's been... For us, yeah, but do you want this born? Do you want this born to rule scenario? Do you believe in born to rule? Because I think that's really the 21st century argument. Mm. Mm. I don't. I, yeah. I'm happy for them to, as you say, Brendan, to be on the tea towels. Yep. But it doesn't make yes. any sense to me that they play a bigger role than that. Exactly. I believe in born to run, Liz. <laughs> oh, oh, now you're talking. No, no. Born to drive. You know, no, no. born to skydive. There's so many born. <laughs> the born identity. We Let's were just... born to be yes. wild, Liz. Uh, under investigation with Liz Hayes is back. First episode of Operation London Bridge. So interesting. How, how is that a code word when everyone knows about it, by the way? Oh, yes, I know. It's all out. It's been, it, it, yeah, it wasn't supposed to get out, but it got out. It <laughs> got out. Dare That's I the sort it. of journal you are, Liz. Uh, nine o'clock tonight <laughs> on Nine. Liz Hayes, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you. Jonesy and Amanda's Damnation.